Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening. You are listening to Radio Islam at WCEV 1450 AM. And we're streaming live at www.wcev1450.com. I am your host, Tariq Alameen. Welcome to another edition of your favorite radio program. We broadcast from the wonderful city of Chicago, Illinois, 6 to 7 p.m. Central every day. Take a moment, if you haven't done so already, to like and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Uh, I almost said Snapchat. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, where you can keep up with us. Uh, and also, uh, our website, www.radioislam.com. It is a great place for you to visit, uh, to see guest bios, pics, articles, uh, lots of uh, really great content there, uh, and it is always up for your perusal. Uh, if you'd like to give us a call tonight, feel free to do so at 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. All right, Radio Slam family, welcome to another edition. Uh, for all of our new family, the first-time listeners, welcome Great to have you. Uh, this is our one of our favorite days of the week. For those of you who are uh, winding down for the week, uh, who are looking forward to uh, uh, looking forward to the weekend of not having to at least busy yourself with work, you can do all the busy yourself with all the other things that uh, that occupy our time. Uh, enjoy yourself. Uh, have a great time. Have a great weekend. Hope uh, hope your weekend is starting off well. For those of you who are driving or on the train. Uh, well, we hope that this is a good hour for you. So, uh, it's been a it's been a good week. And Friday, as you all know, this is uh, the day we like to focus on arts. Uh, we've been fortunate to have some great artists come in uh, to talk to, uh, to uh, to just explore their their creative process, uh, and also to be blessed um, with some performances, some really uh, great performances. So if you missed any of the Friday uh, artist profiles, check them out wherever you get your podcast. Uh, if that's SoundCloud or Google Play or iTunes, uh, we should be on TuneIn, I think, by within the next couple of days. So uh, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you check us out. And in particular, look for those artist profiles. Uh, we've had some really talented folks in, and we're looking forward to continuing uh, those conversations and just getting to know some of the Chicagoland artists uh, better. So, so tonight, we're going to have a conversation about how our artists affect uh, our values, how our artists uh, respond to, uh, to politics, how they respond to the issues of the day, how they use their platform um, and they use their their skills and their creative process uh, to give voice uh, to to provide a voice of um, uh, to give a voice to to, to these issues uh, to give a response uh, to them to offer solutions in in some cases uh, but always to give uh, thoughtful commentary that allows us to see these issues and see these uh, things that we're going through uh, through a different lens. And the great thing about about art, about uh, you know, about its about its potential, is that even when you can't have a conversation with somebody, people are more likely to lis- listen to a song, listen to a poem, uh, look at a painting or a picture, a photograph, uh, and and contemplate on it, 
even in those instances where they will not talk to an individual, to an actual person who holds different views in their, uh, than their own. So art has a way of speaking to us uh, and speaking for us uh, in, in a way that allows the receiver to, to, to take it in at their own pace and, and sometimes arrive, uh, arrive at conclusions that they did not, that they probably did not see that they will be able to come to. So, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna go through a, a few different uh, a few different artists uh, that we've selected for tonight, and the first one that we're gonna go with uh, is uh, the comedian Azhar Usman, and some might not think of comedy as an art form, but it it really is. Uh, we talk about uh, improvis creativity and uh, improvisational timing, uh, and you know cadence and I mean just just all the elements of, of what it is uh, of what we appreciate in, in, a, in a comedian uh, and their ability to talk about issues that are relevant to uh, to society and and a lot of times to be able to talk about things that are sometimes that are um, that are touchy subjects or, or sensitive subjects and we don't know how to deal with them so in 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 pos- in polite polite ways a lot of times but comedians find find ways the good ones find ways to address sensitive and touchy topics uh in ways that we, we find ourselves disarmed and uh but at the same time allows us to think about uh, and consider different possibilities and, and to take a look at our own selves as well so we're going to start out with uh, a short clip from azar usman Hope you enjoy this. So here we go. Muslim comedians, because we have to go to the airport looking like this. Okay, let me tell you something right now. It's really weird to me that people are scared of me in an airport. Because if you really think about it, I'm the most scared guy in the airport. I'm most likely to get shot over a misunderstanding in an airport. I roll up to the TSA thing, like my heart is already racing, man. I put my bag on the conveyor belt. There's a little voice in my head like, oh my God, what's gonna happen now? What's gonna happen now? Then I start arguing with myself. Nothing's gonna happen now, stupid. There's nothing in your bag. Yeah, but still. It's a good point, it's a good point. I saw you nervous, man. They got scary signs in the airport. I'm sure you've seen them, right? If you see something, say something. It's a pretty ambiguous set of instructions. If you see something, say something. I'm in the airport, man. at every boarding gate in America showing 24-7 news coverage of
shit happen right now. <laughs> I was just minding my business at the beginning trying to chill out. There was a TV screen above my head showing an ISIS beheading. <laughs> and everybody at the gate, looking at ISIS, looking at me. <laughs> looking at ISIS, looking at me. ISIS me. I just want to be like, I didn't do it. I'm in Chicago with you. Look, it says live. It's happening right now. How can it be? Damn, it says recorded earlier. It could be me. Hypothetically, theoretically, stop me. And by the way, if it is me, you have bigger problems. I'm already at the gate. If it didn't, we wouldn't be so nervous at the gate. So now I'm sick of that. And the thing is, it really gets to my nerves because the thing is, it bothers me when everybody is staring at me. Seriously. Every, the passengers are staring. The employees are staring. The dogs are staring. All right, I'm going to make this very clear. I'm not a terrorist. I've never been a terrorist. I never want to be a terrorist. I am, however, terrorist-ish. <laughs> Don't get scared, I'll tell you what that means. That means when I'm standing there and everybody is staring at me, giving me real mean, dirty looks, there's a little voice that goes off in the back of my head like, you know what, you know what? I'm not a terrorist, but if I was, kill all you racist motherfuckers. Stop staring at me! It's just hair on my face. All it means is I cannot eat spaghetti in public. I know a lot about shampoo and conditioner. I've been fighting these split ends for years. And the only thing worse than all that is the moment I have to get on the plane. People are in shock. They're in the middle of conversations. They say, oh, where are you from? Where are you headed? I'm gonna die! Honey, I love you! Totally honest with you? Totally honest? I don't really understand what these people are so scared of. I don't get it. Because think about it. If I was a crazy Muslim fundamentalist terrorist about to hijack the plane, this is probably not the disguise I would go with. Doesn't exactly slip me under the radar. Of course, everybody's real nice to me once the plane safely lands. Then they're just looking over and smiling. <laughs> passenger at the end of the flight. Excuse me, sir. I thought you were going to kill us. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. All right, Radio Islam family. Uh, that was Azhar Usman. He talked about so much in there. Uh, and as you see, the audience is, is laughing. What you can't see it as you're, as you're listening. But uh, if you've ever seen Azhar um, Usman then you know that he's got, you know, he's got one of those, one of those big beards, right? You know, which you see uh, quite a few uh, brothers have. And just to have that honest dialogue about stereotypes, um, about, you know, fear and 
the real toll that it takes on people because I mean he's making light of something that so many people uh so many people go through but it's not funny in those in those instances but he's turned something that is that is a, a point of frustration and anger uh like you said he's the you know he's the most scared person in the airport right but all the all of the attention is pushed towards is pushed towards him, or for the sisters that you know, if you're going in with a, a hijab on, uh, or you know, if you have on niqab, uh, you know, the the, the face uh, covering for those of, for those of you uh, who are not familiar with the, that term, um, it can become a really traveling can become a real hard uh, and uh, difficult process. Uh, and it makes you feel like, you know, you know, to heck with it. I'll, I'll just drive. Well, I just won't go. Um, and so that that whole routine, I mean, you know, it's funny. It's funny, but it comes from a place of uh, from a lot of uh, a frustration. And he's able to verbalize that in a way where people who may not have been sensitive uh, to that or who may who may not have considered those other uh, those other those other perspectives, he's able to give it in a way where they may stop and think uh, the next time they're in the airport and they find themselves looking at a brother or a sister that comes through and they're ready to, to judge them as a threat. Maybe it'll make them stop and see the situation through that other person's eyes. And in that case, his art, his comedy, it has had an impact on the way the way other people see Muslims and the way they look at their own reactions uh, as they're forming them. So that's that's a great thing. So Radio Islam family, uh, you are listening to WCEV 1450 AM. We're streaming live at www.wcev1450.com. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. I knew I was stuck at this kid's house for the night, but those guys snuck up on me to try and pull the hand in a bowl of warm water trick. Well, that was enough for me. I went downstairs to sleep in the basement, even though it was pitch black. I left my sleeping bag upstairs, and that was a mistake, because it was freezing. I think it was probably the longest night of my life. To read more about the sleepover, check out Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Last Straw by Jeff Kenny. Explore new worlds and check out more cool books at your local library and visit read.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. نسألك يا من هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الرحمن الرحيم الملك القدوس سلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار. Happy Ramadan and Ramadan Mubarak. Radio Islam is pleased to bring you blessed days. Blessed Names with the late Amina Asilmi, Alayrahamha. Al Mughni, the Enricher. Allah is the Enricher. He gives great value and importance. 
but he gives the true riches, knowledge and faith. Those are the greatest riches that we could have, that and our companions for here and hereafter, the companions who also have knowledge and faith. Allah says, I will not change the lot of those who do not change it themselves. And yet he provides us with every means in order to change ourselves and to improve our lot, to understand what our role in this great picture is. Allah is the enricher. Some people think of rich only in terms of money, but there are other ways of being rich that are much more. The most beautiful of the riches is the richness in the knowledge of Allah's love, the richness in the closeness to Allah, the richness in knowledge and understanding of Quran and Sunnah. There's a richness in love and appreciation of life, a richness in friends, a richness in people who love you and people whom you are free to love. Allah enriches and he enriches according to your capacity. Don't close your mind or your heart and allow Allah to enrich you in the way that he chooses. For he chooses the best of ways, the ways that are most beneficial to you. The gain of material things does not necessarily do you good here or in the hereafter. But the gain of the spiritual always does good. Don't misunderstand because gaining material wealth is also very important. And in that, Allah enriches us as well. The material wealth is very important so that we are able to see to the needs of others and to our own needs and the needs of our family. We were never meant to be a nation of beggars. We are meant to be a nation of providers. We work hard for what we get, but we work in the right way so that what we obtain does indeed enrich us and then we can use that which we have to help lift our brothers and sisters and to ease the situations of the many who suffer. Allah is the enricher but when he teaches in the Quran and Sunnah you see he teaches us that we have a responsibility also to enrich the lives of others enrich them with our presence enrich them with our love enrich them with our mercy, enrich them with knowledge of Quran and Sunnah, and ease their financial situations, ease their emotional straits. We too have a role as enricher for our brothers and sisters. And the more we enrich, the more he will enrich. <laughs> That was the late Amina Asilmi with her reflections on Allah's 99 names. May God have mercy on her soul. Assalamu alaikum. Sound Vision is starting a new initiative to provide crisis intervention to those in need. Through the crisis text line, anyone can text 741-741 and be connected via text to a trained crisis counselor who is there to listen and show empathy. The crisis text line is open to everyone. By texting the keyword SALAM, that's S-A-L-A-M, to 741-741, users will be connected to a trained Muslim counselor whenever available. You can also volunteer to undergo training and become a counselor. For more information, visit soundvision.com. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Radio Slime family, it's always, whenever we transition in with that uh, particular track, it always throws me off a little bit. I just want to sit and just listen to it for a minute. But we must move on. So Radio Slime family, uh, as you know, if you're just tuning in, it is Friday night. Uh, we're talking about the influence of art on culture, the art on our uh, perspectives, uh, and it as a, a medium that uh, facilitates communication of, of, of thoughts and ideas, uh, concepts that sometimes go beyond the ability of individuals uh, to, to convey to one another. Sometimes that medium of art is necessary. Uh, we will sit down and we'll listen. We'll listen to poems. We'll listen to music. We'll watch a dance. And sometimes the message that we need to get or that we need to give is it's inside of uh, that platform. It's in that in that in that medium. Uh, And that's why it is so powerful and so uh, so important for us, uh, in particular for uh, a Muslim community, uh, a community that is marginalized in a sense that uh, people, a lot of people who really don't know much about Muslims have made up their minds about them, uh, about us. So that so our art, our ability to to produce um, to produce messages uh, that will make people stop and think uh, that can get in, that can get past their uh, the the prejudices and the 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 ideas that they have that they may not even understand what they got. Uh, That's where. So that's why this art, it becomes that much more important. So on that note. Uh, and not all art is, you know, it's not all, everything is not all feel good. You know, a lot of times art comes from a, a place of pain or, or frustration. And sometimes it comes from a place of happiness. And, and that's the beautiful thing about it. Uh, but this next artist uh, that we want to uh, share and then we'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, and that is Buna. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It is uh, Emmy, Emmy Mahmoud. And we're going to go ahead and get into that right now. You're listening to Radio Islam. Our ancestors built our bodies from soil in the creases of their hands. We were loyal, not to the men in our lives, but to the desert clay in our bones. This is who we were. Fire wrapped in faded skin. Children of grandmothers, mothers of kings, until the day our brethren fell. When the last breath is taken, flesh turns. The colors of life that leave the body are the names we ascribe to our fears. We see rainbows everywhere. The irony of fire is that your eyes go last. Long after you can no longer feel it sting, you can still see it burn. In death, all our eyes are gray. They mimic the hues of smoke that dance across the sky. There are no instructions for dealing with death. When the militia opened fire in Al-Fashir, we saw gold stars fall from the sky, land on every cornerstone until the buildings began to melt. They poured lead from a broken chalice, silver kerosene, crimson flames, ivory when the sun hits bone at high noon. 
burgundy when blood dries. It chips as if it's trying to escape back into a body. I can never forget how much death loves my people, the way they fall asleep at his feet. Burgundy blankets, burgundy pillows, but our tears are colorless. There is no hue to shade this pain. Eleven days ago, two bullets crossed off two more faces from my family tree. They were 14, they were studying, the blood-soaked arithmetic pages are still sitting on the mantle. My uncle won't throw them away. I can't tell you what death looks like. But when he came, he stayed. We held one funeral for two brothers. The misshapen grooves of one's body bent the light, so their caskets were closed. Coffins made heavy by the weight of two bullets. My brother is 13, learning to carry our dead. His legs buckle under the weight of his pedigree. My father says, you think this is hard? Try carrying the living. And we never pay grave diggers anymore. Now the soil feels so familiar under my hands. I've gathered enough to build a body, but I'm afraid of what I'll make. I'm afraid to write this bloodline into something that I'll love. This pain is encoded. Our genes come to fruition on our skin. It is in burgundy, it's black. And I wake up every morning wondering when it'll happen to me. I wanna spill every color from this form. I want to leave a canvas sinking with the weight of my pedigree. I want to be able to look at a sunrise and not see my entire family falling to pieces. I wish this skin had come with instructions. When the last breath is taken, flesh turns. And for the past 11 days, I've seen rainbows everywhere. Wow, that was a really, Radio Islam family, that was a really powerful, powerful piece. Uh, and if you'd like to see the, uh, that's probably something that if, if it connected with you, if it resonated with you on any level, is definitely something that you're going to want to see again. Uh, you're going to hear it again. So uh, you can go to YouTube, you can look up, um, look her up. And, uh, and and just go back and listen. Uh, that's uh, Emmy Mahmoud. And one of the things, once again, conveying such deep emotion, uh, and even though this is not, she's not speaking about uh, the loss of family uh, here in the United States, but that could very well have been about any any number of inner city communities uh, where young people see their friends, they see their relatives, uh, young and, and old, they see their family members, you know, uh, you know they're losing them. They, they see death on, on a regular basis. Uh, and I love the, the usage of her reflection on, on colors, you know, the, the way she pointed them out. Uh, but more particularly, when well, she said the tears, tears are colorless. And this idea of of the universe, the the, the universal uh, connection, you know, that we all as as people, that's that's something that we all feel uh, that we all we all feel pain. We all feel uh, grief and sadness at the loss of the idea of, of losing loved ones, uh, tears being colorless. And the other, the other line that really, just really, just hit me, 
is I wish this skin came with instructions. Um, dealing with the way others see you, the way others relate to you, and that being based off of your outward appearance, off of your skin color. Uh, It's a weight that only someone who has who has had to deal with it, who has been on the receiving end of it, could really understand the depth of that statement. I wish this skin came with instructions. How do you navigate? How do you how do you move through life in a way where you're not your your body is not is not causing you pain? That uh, that was a really, really powerful piece. I mean, she said she said a a whole lot uh, in that that we could really uh, just really contemplate on. Okay, so we're going to lighten the mood up a little bit. And this brother, many of you, uh, Radio Slam family, I'm sure you are familiar with and you've heard before. uh, Buna Muhammad. Uh, This is a piece that is entitled Kill Them With Love. So we're going to go ahead and get into that in just a second. Okay, yeah, I think we're ready now. Show, show me a stranger, and I'll show you a friend that you haven't met yet. Plus any obstacle in the way of anything is usually just one of the prices of success and People are more than numbers. To crack a smile is really no stress. Divide my time like economics. I love to say hi and buy less. Multiply first impressions by everything you might have guessed. Prejudice takes time, but my time is business. And this just makes big dollars and cents. Why would you hate when love just costs less? In fact, the muscles it take to make a frown make more work than to just turn it upside down. But you hate it when I'm polite, can't stand when I'm sincere, calling me all these names, wondering why I'm still just standing here. Mainly because your ignorance leaves me to believe that you really just need a hug. And I've been public enemy number one ever since I learned to kill them with love. I am a psychotic serial lover. Seriously considering only complimenting our mothers because whether you like it or not, I am your brother. A teddy bear terrorist chilling with my well-mannered crew. Yeah, you a racist, but I'ma still hold the door open for you. Cause seriously, dude, ain't no need for the attitude And I'm mad at you, I have bad days too Here's my celly, let's talk, I'm a great listener too Family driving you crazy, man, I know how they do Let me know I love kids, I could be a babysitter too Yeah, boy, cause I'm nice like that I even watch your car if you promise that you'll be right back So relax and be cool, ain't no point in lying to you I am a servant and my master sees all that I do So tell me what you need, dude A dollar here, take two at you May Allah bless you, guide you, and make things easy for you This respect thing 
It's just what I do and it's past tolerating. It's on the path of understanding and appreciating you. So tell me what you're gonna do when the love come for you. Insult my heritage? We both from Adam and Eve, fool. Oh snap, how you like that? You gave me extra change and I gave it right back. I let people pass when they want to switch lanes. Cause if it was me, I hope they do the same. You butchered my name, but this A-OK. It happens all the time. I won't correct you anyways. And it may sound strange, but I'ma be that change. Improve every day to prove that rudeness is lame. I believe in modesty and trying to lower my gaze. And if everything is from above, then everything is the same. I ain't impressed by money, cars, clothes, or fame. I am a Muslim, so the trinkets of this world don't mean a thing. I was taught that peace is not the absence of war, but peace is a feeling that can only come from remembering your Lord. So for the sake of peace, there is no point in hating me anymore. It's a big place. We can all live together in this world. I invite you all to join me in this jihad of love and see firsthand why fundamentalism still begins with fun. (laughs) And if you don't agree, I won't even judge. I just kill you all (laughs) with love. All right. Yeah, I hope that hope that brought up the uh the vibe a little bit. Uh the 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 prior one was a little you know, it, it was heavy and uh, needed, definitely needed. Uh so what I really appreciate about uh what I appreciate about uh brother Buna is it's so much in the prophetic uh tradition. I mean, and, and understand it's not it's not uh, unrealistic uh, because we know that, you know, you have the right to defend yourself, right, when you're attacked. But our first response, uh, and, it, and it, is in the, it is in the footsteps, you know, of the prophet, peace and prayers be upon him, um, that, you know, for those of you who know the story, you know, he had a neighbor that was just really awful to him that would throw animal innards, you know, uh, on him that would litter his path with with debris and and obstacles that could harm him and he endured it and this went on for you know for quite a long time uh, until one day he came out the house and there was nothing right there was nothing there was no insults there was nothing being thrown on him there was nothing in his path and his first response was to ask about her and he heard that she was sick and he came he came to visit her right to inquire about how she was that's a commitment uh, to love. That's a commitment to uh, seeing the humanity in a person that sometimes they don't see in themselves or they refuse to recognize in you. And uh, Buna, his piece is a, is a representation of that. Uh, there are a few things that I picked up in there that, uh, that just, you know, just hit me. Uh, past tolerating. He said, this is past tolerating. It's on the road to understanding. And when we talk about art, 
as a way to change the conversations that we have, when we talk about it as a way to influence our thinking, these, that type, that, that line right there to be is so important because unfortunately we talk a lot about tolerance when it comes to people who are different than ourselves. We don't talk about understanding. We don't talk about, um, we don't talk about understanding and, and acceptance and connecting. We talk about tolerating and tolerance Tolerance only lasts so long. And there's something to me, and it may not it may not be the intention of those who use this this particular language, but there's something that's really inherently uh, negative about the idea of tolerance. So uh, for him to say past tolerating us on the road to understanding, it's this dialogue. You know, it's a it's a relationship that's being formed. Uh, and he's saying that I'm willing to put the effort in. I'm willing to put the time in to make sure that we that we do connect, that we can find out who we are. And he says, you, you're you're um, you are insulting my, my heritage. Right. My, my lineage he says we're all from Adam and Eve. So once again, this idea of remembering that the human family is one human family. This, and this once again, this is within the, the prophetic tradition. This is in. The, the understanding of people of faith, you know, that we are one human family. There's one humanity. And lastly, I would mention from that, um, and he's, he's talking about keeping love uh, at the center. He says, not tolerating you. Uh, he says, you're a racist, but I'm still going to hold the door open for you. And I will tell you, I mean, quite honest, uh, just straight up, you know, we all we have to be able to look at ourselves and see where we need to uh, to become better so we can become the, the real change that, that we want to see. Uh, and a part of my own the my own issue that I continue to grapple with is being able to respond to negativity with positivity. And that's that's a discipline. Because the. The way most of us operate, we we reflect. We reflect what, what people give to us. If somebody smiles at us, we smile back. If they frown, we frown back. If they look suspicious, then, you know, there's, there's an offense. But this ability, this line, he says, so what, you're racist, but I'm still going to open the door for you. I'm going I'm to still model for you proper conduct. I'm going to still model for you that I see your humanity even uh, you as a human being, even though you can't see me as one, that's 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 pretty that's pretty strong in my in my opinion. That's 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 really strong, and everybody uh, everybody can't do it. But once again, it goes back to that story about the Prophet Sallallahu peace and prayers be upon him, and the uh, the, the woman that you know was. Heckling him, not just heckling, but, you know, really trying to do him harm, disrespecting him, disrespecting the messenger of God and his response to her illness. That's that's a tremendous that's a tremendous standard for us to look at. Um, and, and also just keeping in mind that there's a balance as well. So once again, uh, we're looking at art and how the platform, how the medium and the messages that are within that art uh, can influence our thinking. They can influence the, the, the public conversations and they can give messages that maybe 
maybe we can't deliver as individual to individual, but in but in in this medium, um, spoken word, painting, dance, whatever it is, there's a message that can be given, uh, and the defenses uh, the defenses go down. <laughs> you know that's uh, and and it's and it's proven. Um, so it's not subversive, but that's just that's just the nature. That's the way we are. As human beings, uh, so when we use art for purposes of of bringing us together, purposes of allowing us to say things that we can't say or we have difficulty hearing, then that's you know that's a win for for humanity, not tolerance, understanding. So, folks, you're listening to Radio Islam at WCEV fourteen fifty AM. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with you in a minute. It's uh, Friday on Radio Islam. Stop copying me. Mom, tell her to stop copying me. Kids will spend 10 minutes copying everything their sibling says. You're such a doofus. doofus. How about two minutes to brush their teeth? Brushing for two minutes now can save your child from severe tooth pain later. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. Two minutes, twice a day. They have the time. Mom! A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ad Council. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take this time to breathe deeply and close your eyes. Right now, you're completely in control. Unlike the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you tried removing those raccoons from the basement. Concentrate on the soothing sound of my voice. Release the memory of when you wrestled with that beehive in your son's treehouse. Let go of the time you thought that skunk was a cat, or when you pulled into the garage with your son's bike on top of the car. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. You are listening to WCEV 1450 AM. And if you are listening to our live stream, you are doing so at www.wcev1450.com. As you know, we're on the air every day from 6 to 7 p.m. broadcasting from the wonderful city of Chicago, Illinois. There's a lot of beauty, a lot of joy here, and a lot of art, a lot of culture here. So if you are listening to that live stream, you would do yourself a favor to come and, and enjoy. We've got a great theater, a great um, orchestra, and uh, just a, a lot of a lot of a lot of art. So we pray that everybody has a great weekend. We hope that this has been uh, an enjoyable hour hour for you, uh, and at least an hour for you to think about uh, the effect of our art and our ability to uh, influence the public dialogue uh, and thinking and relationships and, and all of that, all of that good stuff. So, uh, who is our engineer? Leonard. All right. Leonard is our engineer over at WCV. Thank you so much over there, sir. Hope you have a great weekend, all of you. 
Uh, our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. Our engineer in studio, the impressive one, Ibrahim Bey. I'm your host and producer, Tariq el The thoughts and views that have been presented this evening should not be taken as the thoughts and views of Sound Vision. Uh, we pray once again that everybody has a great weekend, and we are going to sign off as we signed on. I'll leave you as I greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Thank you.